0: Welcome back to the Attracting and Retaining Customers Podcast, the podcast that offers tips and ideas for sales, marketing, presenting, and pitching. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Attracting and Retaining Customers. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you some thoughts and ideas on first impressions. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and thank you so much for joining me. On today's show, I'm going to be focusing on first impressions. But before I begin, a reminder that you can find all the previous episodes of this show on iTunes, and you can simply download them. If you type in Attracting and Retaining Customers in the iTunes search bar, you should find what you're looking for. So first impressions... I was doing a workshop recently for some new businesses and we actually had a discussion about how long have you got to make a first impression. And they narrowed it down to 20 seconds. Some people would say it's even less. Some people say it's a bit more. But the bottom line is, is that you haven't got very long in business these days to make a first impression. And as they say, you can never have a second chance or you don't always get a second chance to make a first impression. So in the podcast today, we're going to look at three areas uh, of first impressions. First of all, we're going to look at marketing and how your marketing works for your business because clearly that is a first impression that some people have. Sometimes the first time they're aware of you is when they see your marketing activity. Second thing we're going to have a look at is then what happens when people respond to that marketing activity, when when you get calls and visits and emails that are coming into your business. And the third thing we're going to look at is what happens when you try and make a first impression on what we would call well, outbound activity, if you like, which will be things like when you mail things out to people, you go and see people, you meet people at networking events, all that sort of stuff. So there we go. So we've got three things to look look at, and we're going to first of all have a look at Marketing. <music> So marketing, it is often the very first impression that businesses get of you because it's the first time they see something about you. They might see an ad, they might see something on social media. They might come across your website through a Google search or stumble across it. They might pick up a flyer from you or they might get one through their letterbox from you. There are all sorts of ways in which marketing uh, gets the message out to people. And of course, every business does some sort of marketing. And some, some businesses spend huge amounts on marketing. So how important is that first impression? Well, when you think about it, you know, that, that first connection I have with you, if it's in a marketing sense, I'm going to be looking at your ad and I need to understand what it is. And I need to think, "Wow, this is a company that would be good for me, all that sort of stuff. So you really need to have a good look at your marketing activity and, and ask yourself, what sort of first impression is it creating? Because if I see a message, a marketing message from you, and I don't understand it, or I think I've seen a similar one from you, but it's not the same, and there's a bit of confusion about the message, then that's not going to be particularly helpful in creating the first impression for me. Because, you know, any marketing activity is all about driving people, isn't it? Surely to make contact with the company. Because marketing is the first step along the line to making a sale. And of course, we all need sales in our businesses to create revenues, to pay the bills, to keep going, etc, etc, etc. So you really need to be on top and having a very close look at all your marketing activity and just see what it's like. Is it going to create the right first impression for you? One of the ways of doing this is to try and round it all up. And now sometimes in the digital world, that can be very difficult because you end up in all sorts of places you didn't even know you were marketing your business. But at least round up all the stuff you paying for and just get it all out there and, and just look at it all in one go and say right does this what is the impression that all this marketing is giving because if you're, you know, if you're wanting to give, a say, a professional, you know, uh, first impression, and your marketing is all a bit jumbly and looks a bit amateurish, then, you know, is that really going to do do it for the people who are going, you're hoping will respond? So round up all your marketing activity, get your website in that mix as well, and just think about the first impression that you're creating. And websites, you know, websites are great, but you know, again, is your website up to date? Is it easy to use on a mobile phone? All the the sort of things that really now you should, you know, should be happening. Because if you've paid money or you've, you've put a lot of time in to drive me to your website and then I'm thinking, well, this isn't quite what I was expecting. Where's that going to leave you? So you've got to really make that first impression count with all your marketing material. So have a really good look at your marketing material. Get it all right. Make sure it's all working. Make sure the messages are consistent and they communicate with a lot of clarity. That's marketing as a first impression. It is now reckoned that 70% of people are making decisions about who to buy products and services from before they contact your company. So we've just talked about the importance of that first impression in marketing. And, of course, that's going to drive people to you. So if all the messages out there say to people, yes, this is the company whose product or service is, this is the one you want to deal with, then marketing's done its job to a certain degree. And now it's over to you and your the people who work in your business. Because if that marketing has driven what we might call an inbound response, i.e. someone who's going to phone you up, who's going to send you an email or visit you or make contact with you through direct messaging or something like that, any sort of effort that somebody's had to put in to make contact with you, you really need to make sure you're on your toes and that you then create that great first impression. So if I ring your business, you know, I've I've decided that you're the business I want to deal with, and I ring you up and, well, no one answers the phone. What sort of impression does that create? Um, Or it takes ages to go to an answer phone. Then, you know, I I ring some people and uh, and, you know, it can be 12 rings before it goes to their answer phone. And when I finally get through to them, I say, are you really wanting to put people off contacting you? Because we're all impatient. We haven't got time to be hanging around. So we want want you to answer the phone straight away. Or if not, dig it into your answer phone. And then, of course, check what does your answer phone message say? I'm on holidays all February and someone's ringing you in June is not a great first impression. So if that call does come in, think about the way it's handled. Who's answering the call? You know, when I started in business, then it was regarded that, you know, the person on reception was a, a you know a nice person who politely answered the phone and, and then just put people through. And of course, in those days, a lot of those calls were merely inquiries because it was very difficult to find out too much about your business. People didn't have websites, you know, they didn't have any of that stuff at all. So the power was with the company in terms of, you know, you're creating interest in their products or services. But now, of course, that's all changed because we don't really want to make contact with the company until we found out a lot about them. So when that call comes in, you need to assume that it's not someone making an inquiry. It's someone ready to buy. And therefore, it's really important that you check who's taking that first call into your business because the way they take that call and the way they deal with it is really creating a first impression. But not just that very first first impression, but the first impression in terms of, I've done all the research, I've thought about it, I've decided, looking at what I've read, the recommendations, the reviews, everything about you, that you're the company to deal with. So I'm ringing you up to be sure that I've made the right decision. And then what happens? You get a poorly answered call, or it's a bit bit surly or grumpy, or it does take too long, or anything like that. And what's it going to do? It's going to start putting you off. I've now got doubts in my mind, have I made the right decision? I don't think I have. I think I'm calling the wrong company. And now I find myself backtracking and making excuses to get, rid of, get, get off the call. So what, you know, that, and I feel really disappointed afterwards because I thought you were the company I wanted to deal with, but clearly not. It's the same with emails. You know, if I send you an email or anybody else sends you an email and they're interested in potentially doing business with you, you need to respond quickly. You can't afford to wait 48 hours. I'm working with a... Uh, I did a little bit of mentoring through a third party with a, a relatively new company recently. And um, they insisted... That they would send out this this email notification that said, basically, if you're a regular client of ours, we'll get back to you pretty soon. If you're making an inquiry, it might take us 48 hours. And I'm thinking, how many customers have you got? Can you afford to let them be hanging along for 48 hours, a new customer? And actually, how many new customers are going to wait 48 hours? I don't think any are, frankly. So... ah, but they can't, they don't get it they just don't get it so they're still carrying on sending it out automated email straight away you know no no real response personally at all we carry our offices in our pockets we've got to be on the ball we've got to be ready for people coming in we've spent all that marketing money and if someone emails in and says hey i'm interested then you've got to respond to it. there's uh, there's several examples out there if you you know if you watch youtube or listen to podcasts there's several examples out there of where people say that actually the first person to respond it's got a much better chance of getting the business even though they might not be the best price because it just shows that they're on the ball and they and they're, and they're ready to do something uh, <laughs> I've recently moved house and uh um I needed an electrician just, to, you know, I had a survey done and there, it became apparent that there was a little, uh, you know, the electricity box here needed sorting out really, you know, the fuse box thing. So I was recommended this electrician who lives literally around the corner to me. And it turns out he's, he's got a relation who lives even closer. So anyway, he came around and, yeah, said, I can do this. I do this. Take me a few weeks. Fine. That's OK. And then he texted me. Uh, To say, right, I'd like to come round. uh, Wednesday or Thursday evening? Just to check out and then we'll arrange the date. So I said, yeah, Thursday would be great. I'll be in after six. That's the last I heard from him. That was about four weeks ago. He didn't acknowledge my text and he didn't turn up on the Thursday. (laughs) So, yeah, goodness me. What sort of, you know, impression is that creating? Now, I don't know what happened there. And I need, you know, I will. I know what will happen is I will chase him up because I'm thinking, you know, he seemed like a pretty good electrician. And I, I need him to make that work. But it's really important. It's a bit like people visiting you. If people come onto your stand at a show or event or they visit your office, again, the way they're greeted, you need to make sure that that happens. If they come into your shop or your store, you know, even if you're serving somebody else, make eye contact with them. Give them a signal that you're going to be looking to work with them you know, and help them as soon as you can. So, you know, just get some sort of connection going. There is far too many people out there who want to be customers who are ignored because things just don't work. So make that first impression really count. Otherwise, you're wasting your marketing money and your time and all your effort. So, the third one we were going to look at today in first impressions is when you are making a first impression on somebody else. When you're you're meeting someone or you're sending them a mail or or something like that or a letter or whatever it might be. Did I say letter there? Well, actually, you know, letters and postcards and things like that can make really good in first impressions because they don't get lost, do they, in that uh, big proliferation of email. Mind you, having told that, I'm I'm listening to um, a guy a lot on a podcast in the States who was part of the inspiration for this podcast called Brian Burns. So, big shout out to Brian Burns does a terrific podcast and Brian talks a lot about co-video using co-video uh, it's a company but they uh, they provide a piece of software where you can do email videos and it and you know it gets noticed and it creates a first impression that you might not get if you're sending out a normal email but think about also the first impression you create when you meet people who might be customers if any of you go to networking events and depending on you know what business you're in but you know I think networking events are brilliant because you can meet so many potential customers in face-to-face situations, all in one go, all in a couple of hours. But you need to make sure you do that. But We're going to have a, we're going to have a different podcast about you know, networking and all the things I've learned about networking since I've been running my own business over the last few years. But if you do meet people or you go on a cold visit or you do network or you, you, know, you just meet people out and about who are potential customers, you know, that first impression is really, really important. So even to the degree of thinking, if you go to an event, you know, how do you walk in the room, frankly? <laughs> I mean, that sounds crazy. But think about, your, you know, what, how you dress as well, because, you know, you want people to work with you. And, if, and sometimes there's a lot of mirroring goes on. And professional people are all suited and booted. You know, they tend to want to work with other other people who are suited and booted. They're always a bit, you know, nervous about working with someone in a T-shirt and a pair of flip-flops, even though they may be the best web designer in the world. So, you know, you have to get that balance right and think about it. So think about the first impression you're going to create when you go out and meet people. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, first impression. So remember, uh, just a quick quick summary then. So marketing, have a look at all your marketing activity. What sort of impression is it creating? And when it does get people to contact you, when they do phone you or email you or come and see you, you know, make sure you're ready for that. They may well not be just an inquirer these days. There's a very good chance they're ready to buy. So don't disappoint them. Let them buy. And of course, outbound activity you know if you go to places you go to networking events you go and see people you go and do sales pitches and we'll be doing a podcast about sales pitches very shortly as well then make sure again you create the right impression that you know what you're going to say that you dress for the occasion all that sort of stuff and finally of course you know if you're not sure how what sort of first impression you are creating then think about getting some mystery shopping organized you know you can you know you can do it professionally, get professional companies to do it, or you can maybe just ask a couple of people that you know in in business associates or or friends that you could trust to do a, you know a, a good job and just try and come into your company, make a call, send an email. I, I organized a bit of mystery shopping for a client i was working with recently who is uh, mainly taking inbound calls and it was you know the, the stuff that came out was really really interesting and you know clearly you find things that you can improve upon but you can also find things that are going really well as uh, at the same time but it's a it's a bit of a check on your business and how you do it. so there we go that's the end of the podcast i hope you found it useful um if you are new to the show then you know please do subscribe that would be fantastic and if you like this podcast then uh, please listen to other episodes and it would be it would be brilliant if you could go to iTunes and, and leave a review for it. Um, and of course, don't forget if you, you know if you if your commercial activity, your sales and marketing, or your presentation activity, you know, if you need a bit of re energizing or you want someone to come in and just have a you know have a challenging session with you about what you're doing, then, then do give me a shout. You can uh, you can find me by email at Trevor at treverlymedia.co.uk or connect with me on LinkedIn or, or go to my website TrevorLeeMedia.co.uk. So that's the end of another episode of attracting and retaining customers. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and I'll be back with another episode very soon. And by the way, I am looking to try and extend this podcast into sort of the interview type podcast where I get people on the show, uh, probably do some sort of interview, uh, over Zoom or Skype, something like that. And uh, you know, and I'm really looking for people at the moment who want to discuss and talk about the challenges that they're facing in the sales in their business. So if that's you and you want to be on the show, then contact me through those ways that I've just given you now. All right. Look forward to uh, you know, sharing with some ideas with you on the next podcast. Bye for now.